0: Without further ado, Andy Martino joins us now. You could see him all over SNY and part of the uh, exclusive Mets Hot Stove show that returns this Tuesday and Wednesday live from Port St. Lucie at 6:30. Tune in for the complete Mets spring training coverage only on SNY. Andy, thank you so much for spending some time with us on this. Uh, it is now sun- it is now Sunday afternoon. Uh, you're down there in Tampa right now. Uh, what, what's the feeling? I- I'm sure relief and excitement that both the owners and in uh, the union got a deal done, right?
1: Hi, Anita. Yeah, I, I would say those are the, the right words. Everybody's happy to be here. Uh, I, it, and maybe a little bit surprised that we all got here so fast. Uh, at, at Yankees, at this moment, you know, I'm on the field, and they're at, uh, George Steinbrenner Field, and they're just wrapping up taking some optional BP and have pictures long-tossing in the outfield. Aaron Boone gave a news conference, so it's, baseball life back to normal and it's pretty wild that it was only what 72 hours ago I guess that this is very uncertain so if you love baseball it's it's a nice day
0: yeah I'm sure I'm sure and an exciting time especially you know you're you're not up here in New York I want to say it was like 20 degrees this morning so kudos to you Andy Um,
1: well I'll tell you what we, we brought it with us it was 40 uh, when we uh got to the field this morning it 's warming up though it 's not twenty but it's it was forty here so don't don 't envy me too much
0: no oh, please i would i would change <laughs> I would change spots with you in a heartbeat uh, let let's let 's talk Big about we're, we're seeing we 're seeing the Mets making some money moves and, and we 're going to get to that in just a second, but since we 're talking about the Yankees. I know there's, there's some expectations. I know Freddie Friedman could possibly impl- be in play, Carlos Correa. Uh, what, what can you tell us about what the Yankees are trying to do to better this roster?
1: Yeah, they definitely are committed to improving the offense. And in terms of what that means specifically, we know all the names. You mentioned two of the big ones that have been bandied around. Uh, but they're in an unprecedented free uh, agency situation, obviously. It's this mad dash all kinds of free agents, mid-level, superstars, trying to figure out where they're going to play uh, as it sorts itself out. So Brian Cashman, just like Billy Epler, is obviously his counterpart with the Mets have to remain very agile in order to say, like, hey, what's what's the value play here? Does a Trevor Story want to take a short-term deal and go back on the market? Uh, what's How is it looking for a Correa? Um, you no, know, it's just figuring out day in and day out, like, where things are at, and it's very fluid. Like I called it, uh, um, an agent about a player that I heard the Mets were on uh, two days ago, and the guy was like, uh, "I don't know yet. Call me back in the afternoon." And the afternoon like, "No, the Mets aren't signing that guy." So it's just like constantly changing and evolving um, on the free agent market. But the Yankees definitely are
0: going to add a bat.
1: That I can say.
0: Oh, because they they don't have enough, right? Andy and and, and this is what's not? very uh, okay. I, and, and this is this is what's confusing to me, right? Like we look around the league, we see what wins championships, and and that's and that's starting pitching, and and it's having more than just mm-hmm. one ace. Possibly, if you can have two, uh, in in on on your rotation, but yet I feel like each and every year we're talking about the Mets adding bats. Um, you know, yeah. based on based on based on what we saw last season, and what what do you feel needs to be improved here? And and do you see any help in regard to either it's the starting rotation or let's be honest, the bullpen failed as well last year.
1: Regarding the Yankees, yes, yeah, uh, I I would I, I think that they they're always looking for pitching depth. I think they feel pretty good on their pitching side about some of the high ceiling uh, younger guys that they have, whether it's Luis Heel or Severino coming back or Tyone when he's back. I mean, there's a lot of risk there, but there's also a lot of upside. Uh, on the offensive side, uh, you know, and on the bullpen side, too, I should say, they, they with the Clay Holmes and some tweaks that they did in season, they, they're in pretty good shape. But still, they're not going to have Zach Britton this year. Chapman was up and down last year. So I agree there's some questions in the bullpen. Um, last year, though, I think what really brought them down was their offense. I think what, specifically what really brought them down was D.J. LeMahieu and Glaber Torres not performing up to expectations. If they had, it would have been a different offense. So they need to do everything they can to get those guys right. Um, And by the way, for what it's worth, I saw Torres come in today, and he's significantly lighter and leaner than he was, has been for the past couple of years. Uh, So I guess that's a good sign. Um, And they just need to bring someone in. They need a better offense out of either first base or shortstop or center field, if not two of the three, and that's what they're kind of working on.
0: What are your realistic expectations, Andy? I, I feel like each and every year, right? Like uh, Yankee fans, and and I'll use the word spoiled because I I think they are as Yankee. as a fan base goes, right? Like it's 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 World Series or bust. Um, do, do you feel that the makeup of this of this team realistically? Uh, w- how do you feel their chances are this season? Um, assuming that they go out and they bring in another bat, like let's just assume that that happens. Uh, what what are your, right. your realistic expectations for them this season, Andy? I think it's going to be a tough climb.
1: You know, I think the World Series or bust mentality is a really a shame. It's a vestige from the Steinbrenner and Jeter rhetoric, of course. But it's just not realistic in the game for any team. Look at the Dodgers. They're the model franchise over the past almost decade, and they won once, and it was in the shortened season. You just don't win the World Series very often in, in, in the modern game. Um, and it, it's too bad that the Yankees have, set their expectations there, because it's not realistic. Uh, specifically, Anita, your question about this year, and the Blue Jays are really good uh, in the division. And by the way, the Blue Jays have a distinct advantage right now that's very real, where teams like the Yankees and Red Sox are going to be missing unvaccinated players every Blue Jays home game because of a rural Canadian border. Um, the Rays are obviously always the Rays. The Astros are still going to be good. You know, Put simply, uh, the Yankees are among the top tier of the American league, but right now they're not better than they were last year and they weren't good enough last year. Uh,
0: By the way, just, just to share some odds out there, Dodgers uh, favored to uh, win the world series at seven to one Yankees, nine to one Astros, nine to one as well. Mets, 10 to one Toronto Blue Jays, 11 to one division winners, uh, Yankees are favored at plus 185, and the uh, Blue Jays are plus 190. Are you saying that uh, it would be worth my while to throw a little coin on on the Blue Jays at plus 190?
1: <laughs> well, I, I I wouldn't be one to say anything about that one way or the other, but I will tell you <laughs> that I like the Blue Jays, and I liked <laughs> uh, the ad of Yusei Kakuchi. They got more pitching. They have more pitching than people think, and we all know what kind of young offense that they have.
0: Uh, again, Andy Martino joining us here at 98.70 ESPN. You can see him all over SNY. Let's turn our attention to what's going on with the Mets making money moves. That Cohen, I tell you, Chris Bassett uh, becomes a part of this rotation. Now you've got DeGrom, Scherzer, and Bassett. Your thoughts on this move?
1: Yeah, great move. Billy Epler was looking for one more starting pitcher. Uh, you know, they wanted Kevin Cosman. He decided to go to Toronto just before the lockout, of course. Uh, they wanted Steven Matts. Before the lockout, he obviously went to St. Louis. So he landed one, and a good one, an all-star. Uh, slots in nicely at number three behind those two guys. And he's been healthy. So that gives you some certainty because DeGrom, Scherzer, and Carrasco are three guys with health questions. So you just needed all the high-end starting pitching depth again could get if you're the Mets.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm excited to see what, what this Mets team can do this season. With that being said, what are your? We just I asked you what your expectations are for the Yankees. What are your expectations for the Mets? How far do you think they can go this season?
1: I think that their own internal expectations are really heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to be a World Series championship contender this year. And I, I look, I think they've improved their offense. They made nice moves. I think selling Marte is like a huge upgrade for them. Uh, offensively in the outfield that happened so long ago, it's easy to forget. Uh, I, I think everything with them, Anita, it just depends on you're a World Series caliber team if DeGrom and Scherzer are DeGrom and Scherzer. And then if you have Carrasco and Taiwan Walker behind them, not to mention Bassett now, that's a heck of a rotation.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But the over-under on how many starts those guys are going to collectively make this year is, will be very hard to set. Uh, so to, it just it really all depends on that. They are championship caliber on paper. Absolutely. But the Grom hasn't thrown a pitch in a long time in a big league game. And Scherzer had a dead arm last year. And Carrasco hardly pitched last year. And when he pitched, he didn't pitch particularly well. And Walker had a bad second half. So I just I think there's a huge variance on how that rotation looks. And that's going to be the key.
0: Is there a team out there that you feel is flying low on the radar that you like what they've done uh, in this, uh, in this off season again, you know, short of course, prior to the lockout. And then it's only been a few days since everything was rectified. Uh, But is there a team out there that you feel is flying low on the radar that you think is going to make some noise this season?
1: That's interesting. I I mean, I don't know if the Rangers are under their radar because they signed Marcus Simeon and Corey Seager, but no one's thought about the Rangers in a long time and they're legit Mm -hmm. right now. Uh, and uh, so that would be the first one that comes to mind. You know what? Before the whole thing with Derek Jeter leaving the Marlins and them not necessarily spending more, they made some pretty good moves. So I think the Marlins are going to be uh, competitive this year in a way that could mess with the divisional contenders a little bit.
0: Last but not least, uh, I, I know that you were all over uh, this uh, the, the, the collective bargaining agreement, and from what I understand, uh, Will was telling me you were like camping out, uh, getting as much information yeah. as possible. Yeah. Based on the agreement, what do you think are going to be the biggest changes that are going to affect the game that maybe, you know, baseball fans are going to watch and, and, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, see something different or, you know, ha- have a different viewing experience or, you know, give give me like the top two or three things you think have changed that are going to affect the game this season.
1: That's a great question. I think some of the things we haven't really processed yet is that the one-game wildcard is, is over. I'll miss it. I love that dramatic uh, game that, you know, win or go home, and now it's a series, three-game series. So that's a big one. Obviously, that's not until October, but that sticks out for me. Um, other, another thing that happened that's going to create big changes in the game that I think will be for the better is the creation of a committee now between both players in, on the MLB side they can recommend on-field changes. So I believe that through this process there will be a pitch clock coming to baseball by not this season but next. Spaces is larger, possibly some rules about pick-off pick throws that will make it easier to steal a base. So I think we're going into an era now where there's going to be more real changes to try to help with pace of play. And finally I will say this has nothing to do with the sport, but it's going to be jarring to your eye. Uh, MLB and the players agreed to put pa- uh, ad patches Mm-hmm. on the uniforms and add decals on the helmets and like like the yankee pinstripes or the dodger blue or the cardinals that you're used to seeing it's going to be all covered in ads now so personally i'm a little bummed about that i get it's a business but that'll be like oh wow that looks different
0: um was it what is it uh bob's furniture is is that
1: <laughs> yeah right. yeah is it's that... weird right
0: is that what we're going to is that what we're going to see? Anyway, Andy great Something stuff. Something like that. Something, Mason, yeah. <laughs> right. Something like that. Uh Andy, thank you so much. Really do appreciate your time. Uh hopefully the weather warms up for you down there in Tampa and uh, and appreciate you. Thank you.